0: My, my introduction to Lit RPG was an email from Podium Audio saying, Will you narrate this Lit RPG? I had not encountered it before. Um, you know, there was said it's this book series, and it's probably going to be three books, mm. <laughs> is what they actually said at the time. Um, I know that because I recently was reading that email because I had to, and I was looking at that and I was like, Huh, there were like three books? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> and which one was that? That was uh, He Fights with Oh, yeah, yeah, of course. That short uh, little series. Yeah. 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 Of novellas. The the little one, yeah. Um, So that was my first introduction to Lit RPG, Mm. at which point I had to Google what is Lit RPG. But the thing is, as soon as I started reading Mm. it, uh, both monsters and other things, Mm. it felt immediately familiar.
1: This is the Crit RPG podcast, your one stop shop for everything Lit RPG progression fantasy, and Royal Road. All right. Hi, and welcome to the Crit RPG Podcast, the only podcast where we invite people with good microphones so they can talk to me about Crystal Wash. With me today is Heath Miller. You might know him as, among many other series we're going to talk about, the uh, narrator of He Who Fights With Monsters. Heath, how are you doing?
0: I'm very well. Thanks for having me.
1: Gladly yeah and i'll try and, not to uh, be
0: distracted by trying to make out the spines on all of the books in uh in your background
1: <laughs> they're
0: like this one you might know mm-hmm. oh and harrow i saw harrow immediately it's a distinctive cover yes
1: exactly yeah. uh and all of that stuff is agile coaching is what coaching Ad- agile coaching so agile. Agile co- as yep. in like quick
0: is that a <laughs> thing i'm in... supposed to know what that is
1: Oh, okay. So oh, my favorite part of the podcast. I can derail the podcast at the beginning. Awesome. <laughs>
0: before um, we've even begun.
1: Before the first question, I can talk about my job. Awesome. Excellent. Um, it's um it's a bit a little bit of a spin on life coaching. Uh I go into organizations, they hire me in order to tell them why they're bad. And uh-huh. <laughs> um basically it's it's a bit of consultant, it's a bit of life coaching, and um I usually am hired to investigate teams and investigate dysfunctions there i do this for two years three years more uh, even more and i kind of work with them to kind of generate some sort of entrepreneurial mindset so that they can then um, work faster and with less oversight
0: sure hence the agility exactly and is that like a proprietary term or or is that like an industry term
1: um it's an industry term it's not copyrighted or anything there you go i learned something
0: today and that's the important thing yeah yeah
1: yeah so to make a like, if I do my job well, everyone wins, which Excellent. is why I like it. Yeah, that's yes. great. But um, yeah, that's all—all all that kind of stuff. Lots of like business books and yep. stuff about asking about emotions and
0: uh, that kind of stuff. Yeah.
1: You're drinking prosecco at eight in the morning.
0: Uh, I mean, and and espresso. So prosecco and espresso. Yeah, I mean, not mixed together in a trough because that would be a, uh, an offense. Against the beverage gods, but um, yeah, independently, that's awesome of one another My I've God. read some uh, some business books, not many, but a few. I did one about like the Incas uh, and and uh, lessons t- to be learned about business from the Incas okay frankly, i'm pretty sure that the quite wealthy CEOs um, went on a trip to Peru and <laughs> wanted to write it off for tax purposes. <laughs> And so they just thought we'll write a book about business, and then we'll somehow relate this tangentially to um, Incas. I genuinely awesome. think that's what. Um, no disrespect intended to the to the author. Uh, you get that tax deduction, um, but yeah. So uh, it was. Um, it was like reviewed in an industry in a couple of industry magazines uh like both audiobook and business ones uh Mm -hmm. i've done other i've done some other business ones too but for some reason that stands out i think because of the um the ancient civilization uh connection
1: what 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 was the main takeaway
0: um i don't remember (laughs) I read it into a microphone, so I don't have to remember. Oh, because okay, because you yeah. can just you can get that on Audible. Uh, your next credit, um, if you if you're looking for something, uh, <laughs> I don't remember the exact title, but it definitely involves business and Incas. Um, so no, the takeaway, um, uh, it, you know, they mostly um, told stories from their kind of business mm. life, uh, and mm. then tried to relate that back to what they had learned uh, about the um, ancient uh, Inca civilization.
1: Crit RPG podcast, everyone, where we talk about
0: agility. <laughs> we talk about agility and the Incas. Business books. The Incas. Beverages.
1: <laughs> beverages, yes, exactly. <laughs> and uh, the beverage gods in general. Awesome. Ah uh,
0: okay. I'll let you actually start now. You can ask a question.
1: <laughs> Thank you. Uh no, actually we can t- we can keep talking about this other kind of stuff. People are used to it by now. <laughs> Probably someone's going to be in the comments again going, well, they're talking about everything but the books, but I mean, you can read the books. Exactly. But we already touched upon this question. Who are you? Why? And if yes, how many?
0: Yes. Uh, yes. Yeah, so I'm, I'm Heath Miller. I'm a, a voice actor. And as you mentioned, do read a fair amount of lit RPG, as well as He Who Fights with Monsters. I've got um, uh, the Cl- the Edge Force series, which is another Australian one, kind of mm-hmm. a um, horror sort of a Resident evil kind of feeling one. Um, mm-hmm. There's the Dead Man series, of which is only oh. currently one book, but the second one's coming up. Uh, yeah, I do, I do a bunch of different ones. There's Strathmar. Now I'll feel bad about any of the authors who I don't mention. And you mentioned uh, Haylock. Yes. Who I'm doing uh, a, a book of theirs right now. I mean, not right now, because I'm uh, recording this podcast with you. But once I finish this podcast, I will go straight into Heretical Fishing. Nice. Uh, which i'm recording uh yeah so yeah i do a fair amount of lit rpg um and other stuff i uh as we discussed perhaps before the show i'm not sure how you're editing this um uh i have what's that editing couple of pseudonyms and uh i do romance as well and mm. um and uh yeah business and uh like non-fiction sometimes and yeah i'll pretty much try mm. any Anything I haven't done before, I'm usually down mm. to um say yes to if I can fit it into a schedule, which increasingly is difficult. Um but um especially when lit RPG books like to be, you know.
1: Call 20, 25 Carlo.
0: hours. Um but uh but yeah, so no, I usually like try mm. try anything once. And I do um mm. I do like uh short form kind of nonfiction as well, like articles mm. and things. Um mm. uh people often ask about like animation and uh gaming which i do not do i i would like to um Mm -hmm. uh, i just it's not a thing i've ever really uh uh, pursued in any capacity um just
1: open my rolodex and call larian studios i got please do
0: uh
1: um (laughs) awesome so and i feel as though many people don't know this but you do record most of your stuff
0: live in front of an audience on discord right um the last that's only been recently that I've I've been streaming um quite a lot. Um I would say only the last six months, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. I've had a Discord for the longer, but I've really only been kind of uh yeah, sort of streaming on Discord and TikTok now as well. Um mm-hmm. TikTok live, uh the last like six months or so. Uh it depends on the title, because um obviously you need the author and the um mm-hmm. uh publisher's permission to stream. Mm-hmm. So um for example, I did a book um uh, uh there's a series called The Up and Under by um uh excuse me by A. Deborah Baker, that's a pseudonym of Shauna Maguire, who's quite a well-known mm-hmm. um fantasy sci-fi author. And uh I asked to stream that, and because that's um uh Macmillan, you know, kind of traditional publisher, mm-hmm. um it was a series of um many, 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 many emails. Uh, After which I had permission to stream one particular, like, five minute segment on one particular time, uh, like, one particular day. Um, So, uh, and, you know, to to their credit, they let me do that. Um, But yeah, so whereas, like, um, Podium, who, um, you know, I do the monsters and other books for, and um, uh, Ethan and other publishers, Mm. they're enthusiastic because they just Mm. think, well, Great. Like more people are interested. They're going to maybe come across this on TikTok or, or Discord yeah. and they're going to say, hey, what's this? I'm going to buy this thing. Um, and so, you know, it's it's, a, it's as far as they're concerned, it's just publicity and a good thing. But kind of traditional publishing is traditional publishing and, uh, you know, they're, they're very um, uh, risk averse. You know, that's how they're, they're kind of uh, trained to be. So they um, uh, tend to not want to let you do that. Um, but but when I can, I, I try and uh, stream mm. stuff on my Discord, and I also st- stream spicy books across on uh, a, f- a couple of, another Discord like that was set up uh, called. I'm gonna say it's called the Haven, yes, mm. which someone invited me to some years ago. Uh, mm. uh, so um, I, I stream over there as well. So yeah, and I, I really enjoy it. Like my Discord people. In case any of my Discord people yes. uh, watch this, they they're the best. Like, they're just genuinely, like, it is, it's such a pleasure sometimes when, um, as I am drinking, um, you know, this early in the morning, uh, I can already say things like, it's a lonely job, uh, but, <laughs> but, it, but it can be. And um,
1: You and Shutterloon, man, both, <laughs> both the same.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, are off in his house in, uh, <laughs> in Tasmania so by is it himself an Australian thing. <laughs> with uh, a gigantic collection of board games and <laughs> oh, no one idea. to play them. Uh, No, he he does have people, but yeah, it does get lonely. And so genuinely um, uh, when I like jump onto the discord and Mm. um, they are few in number, but uh, tremendous in uh, wit and intellect and kindness. And uh, they're just a great bunch. So I I very much enjoy that. TikTok is more like a fire hose of like who happens to be, Mm. you know, uh, swiping at any given time. So suddenly Mm. there's like 125 Mm. people, you know, um, looking at me, Saying what? What did I accidentally stumble across? Oh, it's just some guy reading, and then they move on to something else. But uh, so it's a little more random. But uh, it's also kind of fun because then you have people who, occasionally, like, are swiping and have come across it because the algorithm has, um, mm-hmm. uh, you know, ha- has been successful, and they're like, "Oh my god, I've listened to a book that you've narrated," and they get very excited. And then they usually face, ask me how so. to get into voice acting, which is probably your next question.
1: Um... <laughs> I mean, you can see the questions. I posted them, but...
0: <laughs> you sent them to me, didn't you? Or did you email me? Yeah, or... I posted them in chat. I don't you, have but... them anymore well, in front of me. Whatever. But, um, uh, I, I, I do record. I thought there was some question of that. Um, yeah. Uh, tips for kind. inspiring voice actors. See, there you go. We'll get which to is, that. Which is a good question. We'll get mm-hmm. to that. Oh, am we'll I'm, I'm spoiling the questions. No, it's, it's, it's fine.
1: It's, <laughs> it's okay. No, 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 no. It's okay.
0: People on the like, Discord, first... actually, and TikTok are often like, are there spoilers? Yeah. They ask that all the time. <laughs> to which I respond, am I, am I swearing on this podcast? What's your um, explicit language? Uh, um, I don't fucking care. You don't care? All right, good. Uh, to which I'm usually like, yeah, it's all fucking spoilers. I'm reading the book. Like, I'm going to start spoiling the moment I open my mouth and continue to spoiler for the entire time that you're listening to this stream. <laughs> awesome.
1: Yeah. No, there the, the was one thing um, earlier you were you talking about um big publishers and how it was like this series of emails like you're laughing because it's so kafkaesque i'm laughing because i i know how it looks like inside of these organizations and it's just everyone covering their butts it's, yeah yeah um,
0: yeah i mean the risk averse thing is is like i understand it like I, I, you know mm-hmm. completely get it um uh, and i don't i don't actually stream you know i've never i've never had any issues with any content um that i've streamed mm-hmm. showing up anywhere so you know i've been mm-hmm. fortunate in that mm-hmm. regard Um, but I mean, I also, I never stream all of anything ever, Mm -hmm. uh, because I'm like, well, you know, I don't want all of it to be like out in the world. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm going to reduce the light purely not for your, um, uh, picture, but just because it's early and it's too bright. Um, but, uh, yeah, like I don't stream at all because I kind of don't want all of it out there. And I also Mm -hmm. like, it's my phone on TikTok. It's, um, discord. I use like a, I have like a noise canceling thing going on. So it's not. Mm -hmm it's not very good quality. It, mm-hmm. I don't think someone's going to take the time to edit out every time I swear at my stomach um, to shut up so I can keep recording uh, or anything like that. So that's kind of hasn't, hasn't been an issue, but, but those yeah. of us who do stream like um, uh, Andrea, um, mm-hmm. uh, and, and Travis and uh, Baldry and, and mm-hmm. I mean, there's lots, lots of um, uh audiobook narrators who stream and oddly enough, a lot of them, most of them who do uh, work in f- like, fantasy and romance because that often means they're working with either uh independent with the authors directly
1: mm-hmm.
0: or they're working for podium or athan or, or other companies who are happy to have it streamed whereas my colleagues who um are principally working for simon schuster and schuster and Macmillan and harper and everything mm-hmm. it's like i said it's just too challenging to try and get that permission mm-hmm. so they don't really have that um uh they don't have that luxury of being able to to stream um there was a point, there was somewhere I was heading towards with the streaming and the colleagues and the. Um, I got a uh, question if you. Yeah, yeah, if you, yeah. If, if I stopped talking, it was. Um, but yeah, I also because, shout out to those um, narrators because that's kind of the reason Like, mm-hmm. um, I saw that they had discords and they seemed to have good people on mm-hmm. them. And so I thought, huh, I'm going to do that myself, but poorly. <laughs> <laughs> I still don't really understand how discord works, but that's okay
1: yeah me neither like i press buttons and i'm I'm hoping for the best i was thinking about um writing on discord but i mean obviously my discord isn't as big as yours um i was thinking actually just as a thought experiment imagine that in the future because everything gets so much easier and cheaper and everything and you can do vfx now with like a few clicks of a button right mm-hmm. so imagine that we're having a way cheaper or way easier to make um movies for example right mm-hmm. so imagine that you can do like a almost netflix kind of pres- a production with a crew of like four people and the actors and uh-huh. it could be kind of cool at some point if that actually ever happens if people were live streaming how that actually goes about it would be kind of boring sometimes because like i worked at movies and it's kind of waiting a lot mm, oh yeah but um it kind of it could be kind of cool hmm. thinking about that but now the next question because you were kind of like poking on it um do you have any tips for aspiring do, voice do actors, have any tips? Slash actors um
0: i mean i will say um when, when i was a stage actor and, and a um you know and sometimes screen actor in australia so um mm. people would you know would do like q and a's after after shows theater shows or, or or you know some sort of press thing and people would ask and i always felt like um people would say like, you know, I, well, I, I'm going to be an actor. And so what, what should I do? And it always felt like, um, not obvious cause they're asking cause they want to know. Uh, but in terms of like tips or advice, it was always like, well, you know what to do, like be in plays, uh, you know, like be in films, try and get an agent, uh, you know, like try and go to drama school if that's something you're into. Uh, and then, you know, audition forever and, and kind of like that, that's, that's the way forward. Um, I will say that, um, sometimes I would be on tour around Australia and, people would ask that question. And they had been a very, very small town in, in, you know, somewhere in regional Australia. And I always felt a little, um, uh, I never wanted to say move because that seemed mm. uh, unfair, but it was really the, the kind of brutal reality of it. That is to say, one of the things that I do think is uh, increasingly um, uh, good about voice acting um, and certainly audiobook narration is that no longer do you need to be in LA or new york Mm. or um london or somewhere like that where you know actors tend to congregate because that's where the work and the and the um agents and everything is like over the past pre covid you know and even and certainly even more so afterwards uh you can be like a full-time professional voice actor Mm. in, uh, in an island off the coast of maine like me or uh like on a mountain uh, in Virginia, like my, um, uh, colleague and friend, Natalie Nortis, or, you know, um, you can be somewhere else geographically. And also, um, you don't necessarily, I mean, if you look at like, uh, obviously we've got a phrase for it now with, you know, uh, <laughs> nepo babies and things like that, but, uh, you know, so many actors are like hmm. the generation, you know, uh, hmm. entertainment industry and, uh, voice acting is still, I think something where, and particularly for audiobook narration specifically, I shouldn't really talk about other voice acting in that. I don't do a lot of you know commercial. I can not do commercial acting or, or gaming mm. or animation. Though I have some colleagues and knowledge of it as well. And ironically, I used to do that in Australia. Um, mm-hmm. uh, you know, when I was a, had an agent and things. Of course, this is back in the before times. So it was all me going into a studio and you know,
1: uh, all the unpleasantness uh,
0: and, and and doing that in a mm. studio. Uh, but that is to say, like I don't think there is. Spe- especially with audiobooks um I hate to use the word but there isn't that kind of gatekeeping in that if you can do the job like you can do the job so people have come mm-hmm. to it from uh acting backgrounds where they are like classically trained uh like I was and they went to drama school and they've been mm-hmm. acting forever or they may have come from software development uh or they've come from um recording commercials for a car yard in one notab- notable mm-hmm. uh instance or just a love of books and and like an The determination and like uh, you know uh, tenacity and ability, uh, and have have made it in terms of have made it a career like which is Mm. an achievement in and of itself. You know if if you can do Mm -hmm. anything um, and pay your rent and keep the lights on, uh, I think you know you're doing a a good job. So um, I don't know if this is tips and tricks. It's more encouragement, as if to say uh, to say it does not matter where you are or what background you are coming from, Mm. if you passionate about being a voice actor and you're prepared to work at it uh i think there is there is a, a pathway for you which mm. can be can be uh, all kind of like laws of attraction positive thinking aside <laughs> th- there's a pathway f- for everything sure but it may be a mm. little trickier to navigate whereas i do think um for for audiobooks and for voice acting like in 2023 um you know you can do it the 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 best advice is to you know read books and listen to books and and get training or coaching in acting or or uh, if you need that or Mm -hmm. get training and coaching in the i mean as well in the specifics of kind of now if you're your own engineer like i am you know like Mm -hmm. we all are you sort of need to have the knowledge some passing knowledge of that as well at least enough to you know to make good audio that you can that you can uh send so um Mm -hmm. yeah just train Read and go forth and conquer before the robots <laughs> take over. Yeah, I'll, I'll end on exactly, a slightly less encouraging note.
1: That's exactly the point I was going to actually, because um, uh, for those who don't know it yet, Amazon has recently revealed that, uh, like in your entire book, if you're putting on a uh, Kindle Unlimited, basically, you can get it automatically read by one of Amazon's AI, and they will put it on Audible. Yeah, yeah, Or some sort of like Audible Unlimited or yeah. they're calling it Audible Plus. I'm not quite sure. Yeah, um, I would like to hear your opinion about that because I saw your Twitter thread.
0: Oh, I mean, you know, it's uh, uh, it's devastating for for mm. myself and my colleagues. Uh, mm. Essentially, it's not unexpected though. Like for, for a long mm. time, uh, people would say, oh, but, you know, basically because... Audible represents such a significant um, mm. slice of the market. You know, they, they they do in terms of like audiobook sales, um, certainly domestically in North America, but but globally, mm. a- Audible is such mm. a, you know, a dominant market force in terms of retail. The mm. fact that they didn't allow uh, AI uh, or synthetic voicing mm. in anything for sale on their platform is kind of the one thing holding it back. So like Google Books mm. released that, um, that kind of set up some time ago apple quite hmm. famously paid some very high profile narrators to um, sell themselves uh to to, cross to, the to create line? voices well it was before the it was before uh, the union said not to so they didn't technically mm. do anything wrong. Uh, but but yeah, so yeah, um...
1: for for those who are only listening to this, you should have seen Heath's Heath's very, very acidic grin.
0: <laughs> I have opinions on most things. Uh, but that is okay. We hear we're, <laughs> we're here to hear those.
1: If you are a friend of the kazoo ad, you have to be very, very strong now. I regret to inform you that. Shirtaloon went and bought the tear that removes the kazoo ad from all podcasts. And and now it is gone. So you got Shirtaloon to thank for that. On the other hand, if you want to add the kazoo, add again. Just cheer for that too. Thanks so much for listening, and let's get on with the show.
0: But um, uh, but yeah. So so basically, like, what was if to really get into kind of the weeds for it? Um, what was the one thing that was kind of holding it back was the fact that you know, um, Audible and Amazon wouldn't have synthetic voices, uh, and so it didn't matter if Apple Books or if Google Books or if bespoke kind of Deep Zen. Um, Mm. and if you if you Google me and uh, AI, you'll you'll find various online um. Uh, what's the diplomatic interactions between me and and various uh, uh, spokespeople for uh, synthetic voices? Uh, mm-hmm. Even there's like a wired article from a few years ago that somehow I ended up in mm-hmm. as well about uh, about AI voices as well. Again, just usually mm-hmm. because I've said something on the the platform formerly known as Twitter or or you know Facebook or something, and someone has glommed onto it, and so um, suddenly people are asking me um, as though. Um, you know, just to kind of get a, a narrator's uh point of view on it. But yeah, so so basically like that was the one thing that we had preventing the floodgates from opening, and now that is mm-hmm. no longer the case. It's not surprising to, to my, me and others, uh some of my uh colleagues would be like, Well, it's okay because Amazon and Audible and I you know, I was it was always a question of when, because mm-hmm. uh at the end of the day, they're in the business of making money. You know, that's yeah. that's what they want to do. So um uh if amazon amazon i always presumed it was because amazon were waiting until they were allowing their um you know synthetic mm. voiced material onto their platform um rather than someone else's which has now happened through kindle direct and once that happens then you kind of open the the floodgates for okay now we can have other synthetically voiced books on, you know, on Audible. So, yeah, I mean, the the shorter answer after my very long answer is that it's um, uh, not great uh, for uh, for the industry. Uh, You know, all all we can do, or I feel like all we can do, is continue to, to, you know, do our jobs and try and do them Mm. to the best of our ability and hope that people make uh, choices with, you know, their purchasing. Uh, that, that, it's, that allow us to continue to, you know, feed our children and have a career.
1: Yeah. So I have so many opinions about this whole complex because while I work in IT, right. Um, I've never worked in, a, in an, AI company. Um, it's only a matter of time until we create a narrative engine that actually produces good content for writers. And so I think at least 50% of the, of the lit RPG market will just collapse. Mm. Because um with including myself, many of these books are not very well written. And right now they only really fly because there's a huge demand for them and you can you can they're they're Moorish. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. Um so Stephen King isn't writing Lit RPG. Sure, sure. Um and yes, of course, like people like Shortlund, for example, or Zogarth or First of fire they don't need to worry because they've got the fan base right but here's my issue with the entire ai thing the barrier of entry is being raised to professional level right um whereas before you could just write a little bit of something and then earn a 100 bucks on patreon for your writing like, oh cool this is nice you can't do that in the future anymore if these uh, engines exist
0: yeah no it's it's mm. it's very true and very bleak. I mean, I was obviously talking about the kind yeah, of voice yeah, exactly. um, mm. issue for it, but mm. yeah, no, absolutely for writing. I think, uh, you know, a few years ago, I would have said writing's further um, further mm. to go, but I guess I didn't anticipate both the speed with which things are developed and uh, the ability for people to accept good enough almost you know and like uh, in some capacity. And that's the other issue
1: right um so i again i don't want to like stump on anyone's toes but i mean like if you're comparing um i'm not a fan like frank, frank sinatra fan but just pop songs from the 50s they had a beginning they had a middle they had an end they had a little bit of of a, of a narrative thing going on and then you compare that to mumble rap right it's one consistent beat the entire time broken up with something. That doesn't really quite make sense. And it's all about the emotion. It's very postmodern. It's okay, right? Mm-hmm. It, yeah. it gives people emotions and it's nice. Um, same as Marvel movies. It's always kind of like the same thing, um, which is what people are getting getting bored of it, which is nice, which is interesting. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I do feel as though that what you just said, right? Good enough is, well, good enough for most people and we're kind of, I'm not going to say like dumbing down everyone, but because it is going to be so hard to actually break into the market and do something that is extraordinary. Like, I personally believe that good audiobook book narration like yours, like, like, um, uh, Andrea's like, like, uh, Travis's will always be like valuable because people start going through the theater. Right.
0: Yeah exactly and th- th- and that's a really good that's a really mm. good point to make um there's been the it's always like well that's it theater is dead you know they've been saying theater is dead uh for as long as there's been theater <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, you know and so uh no th- that is true people still go um because it's a human in the same space as you breathing the same air as you and uh you know telling mm. a story and and there is something um Deeply human and connective about that. It's interesting because I would say that a lot of the lit RPG um, audience, um, a lot of them are very uh, are younger mm-hmm. and like tech focused, and so uh, some of them, obviously, mm-hmm. this is I'm making generalizations, but but don't kind of see any issue with with AI. They're like just, oh well, good, you know, if something's if there's more of it and mm-hmm. it's cheaper. Then you know everybody wins uh which you know is uh, obviously they're entitled to their um their take mm. on it um but um you know that that's not how uh, how i feel and and how like a lot of other people will feel as well mm. even the argument um people will say okay well you know a- an a i narrated um uh you know synthetic voice whatever you want to call it isn't going to come up with like the range of um character voices and, and yeah. you know like accents and inflections and things that is true and so i do think for example i think um dry nonfiction is probably easier mm. to listen to from to listen to a synthetic voice narrate you know your your textbook mm. than uh you know like a, 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 an epic yeah. fantasy but i also think that beyond that point even if cuz then they say oh well you give yeah, you can tweak dials and you can have a director who's there pressing like you know load in mm. this character voice and load you in that character that. voice and but see then you then you're ending up with someone sitting at a computer mm. making yes making making cut and paste acting choices uh so so you know is that better anyway mm. but what i was getting to is that i still think even with that even if you have an ai mm. that is that sophisticated and you have someone directing it it's still not a person it there's no human connection someone isn't reading this material engaging Mm. with it imagining Mm. things thinking thoughts having feelings and talking into a microphone and if you're listening to it at like two times speed while you're like driving a truck and uh you know maybe maybe that's going to be okay Mm. like you don't mind that that uh Mm. you know no disrespect to whatever speed people want to listen to uh like maybe that's not gonna bother you but for me i want a person i want i want a human like that's that's what i want
1: two tricks first if you speak as fast as me people can listen to it on on second speed second of all (laughs) so here's (laughs) here's the thing you build yourself a LoRa. So, um, it's an AI term, right? So a learning algorithm. And then you set that to automatically detect, um, which character is speaking and then make that, have that a selection. It's super easy. You can already do that. Right? It's, it's just that no yeah. one has been, has bothered to do it or to do it yet. Sure. So, and here's the point. I always make this point and it's, it's, I think it's been a talking point that I've used for like the last month or so, but still very important it is a very very different thing if you are a carpenter and you're hand carving a chair versus you being someone who operates a cnc lathe right so cnc lathe is something that cuts something out of a out of a solid block of, of stuff yeah um, because in, on the one hand you're practicing a craft on the second one you are programming a computer to do to imitate a craft and here's the last part yeah. i don't assume you've read walter benjamin Um, Uh, Frankfurt School of Philosophy um, 1950s and he wrote this very very interesting paper that is very pretentiously titled as papers are uh, the nature (laughs) of the nature of the artificial object in the age of mechanical reproduction or something like that great title absolutely very catchy Um, and he basically argues that by making something mechanically reproducible it loses its aura and he doesn't specify what an aura is, but we all know that. You go to an Ikea yeah, and you're yeah, like, absolutely. yes, this is an Ikea yeah. thing. And people spend time designing this, but it's different from, I don't know, like building your yeah. own shelf.
0: Well, it's funny that you said, you know, you've gone to, for like a construction mm-hmm. or, a, a, you know, a furniture analogy. analogy because um, my comfort viewing uh, my comfort viewing is uh, Antics mm-hmm. Roadshow UK. That's the thing that, like, while I'm uh, scoffing meals between long recording sessions, I watch, like, 10, 15 minutes of Antics mm-hmm. Roadshow UK. Uh, uh, and because there's, the stakes are only, you know, is this thing worth a lot of money? You know, it's not life or death, like some reality, you know, kind of TV or, or really people are going to be horribly mm-hmm. upset. You get to learn interesting things about. You know, some object that you would look at and think, "What the hell is this?" And then they're going to tell you what this object was. Um, so the kind of history side of it, I love it, and also I love the characters yeah. in terms of both the experts and the people bringing mm-hmm. things in. Uh, so, um, uh, yeah, so you know, you bring up that exactly. Like you know, you look at these objects, and as you say, there is there is a vast difference between the the intent and the thought mm-hmm. and the and the skill. Uh, and, and the imperfections that, that went into into crafting something and something that is that is assembled by machine. To
1: kind of close the loop, they're telling a story.
0: Yeah. 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 Absolutely, mm-hmm. yeah. And so I do think, um, you know, the kind of, oh, well, that's it. You know, shut up shop. It's over. We're mm-hmm. done. Is, is not the case, but... Um, to to uh, uh, you know to probably move away from the, the, the AI conversation, <laughs> which we can have endlessly. It is certainly discouraging, mm-hmm. and um, we just have to like uh, I think as so many things um, d- do the best work we can. Uh, I do hope that they they are very clear in labelling as well. That's something that um, if you Google me and find the Wired article, mm-hmm. the reason why the article kind of came to be was because we myself and some mm-hmm. colleagues found um, AI narrated books that were for sale on Audible, mm-hmm. uh, and they just hadn't. You know, Audible, Amazon hadn't flagged yeah. it, and even when we told them this is AI, they uh, notably emailed back and said, "No, it's not." Some intern, because I, I they, bet you, some intern, they what? Yeah, they listened to it and it didn't go like, "I am reading a book," and so they were like, "Oh, it's it's mm-hmm. a person. They're breathing. It has to be mm-hmm. a person." No, no, no. Ah, oh, damn it. The the, the breaths included. <laughs> oh, my <God>. Yeah. So, <laughs> but, uh, but it's yeah.
1: it's it's interesting. It's harsh. Um,
0: yeah. But, um, you know, it, it's, it's not unique to, to, you know, uh, voice actors as well, obviously, you know, with the, the SAG, um, with the, um, striking mm. at the moment as well, you know, there's a, there's, um, studios want to be able to, you know, uh, animate people like, uh, puppets mm. after they're gone. Um, are you a you member? Know, uh, so it's, it's, uh, I awesome. am, I am. Yeah. 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 So, mm. but I'm audio books are not, um, I'm not, stricken, I'm not. that yeah. agreement. So we're, we're not mm. on strike. Um, uh, either for work or promotion last um, but yeah but yeah. but solid last
1: i heard they are actually moving towards uh, closing a deal um i heard a tremendous one um so mm-hmm. uh i guess i'm i'm, yeah, I'm european but... so for me unions are just a way of life <laughs> but
0: <laughs> yes yes exactly but you know my point is that it's not just um mm-hmm. uh, you know it's not just voice actors it's not just actors it's not just mm-hmm. you know it's it's um uh, it's across the board. I saw a good cartoon. You know, telling a cartoon is always uh, fraught, but uh, I saw a good cartoon where um, it was, you know, like we we get the the robots to do the jobs we don't want to do, but they're actually doing the things that you know like, <laughs> they're doing the things we want to do.
1: And we- <laughs> I'm I'm always I'm always saying like I mean, our huge part of our audience are truck drivers.
0: Yeah, and yeah, which I, it,
1: you know. which is which is really ironic because I would have thought truck drivers were were to go before voice <laughs> before audiobook narrators. sure
0: so. sure yeah 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 right yeah because the self-driving that's mm-hmm. exactly that's what I mean it's not unique to um, to acting you know it's it's a um, it's a societal cultural thing that we will be increasingly uh, facing as we head into what is hopefully not too uh, too terrible a dystopia absolutely
1: so I'm doing the uh, IT manager job the last thing I want to ask just like put a little of gasoline on this on this issue is um just think about where all that Don't money goes. That. Anyway, let's go. Um,
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I mean that's that's true, and it doesn't get cheaper for mm. people. Like, oh, would it be cheaper? It's not going to be cheaper. No, like that's no. not how that's not how things I work. Can... Like audiobooks are already like a credit, you know, or whatever else. Like it's not going to be cheaper for the person buying. If, it. If you're buying uh, it at means... nine
1: bucks, it's worth nine bucks. I'm not giving it to yeah. you any cheaper. Exactly.
0: Yeah. 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 Exactly. So it's not going to be cheaper. It just means that instead of the money mm. going to uh, a- actors and editors uh, and proofers. Mm. Uh, it's just gonna go straight to Amazon. Some
1: tech pros, so. yeah. I'm as a tech pro, yeah.
0: Bro, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm a very, very well. And not even tech bros. Straight to you know, like uh, you know, whoever's hoarding the wealth up yeah. the chain, really. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, uh, moving on to, to to vast societal revolution. Exactly. You're listening to <laughs> you're listening to uh, the Guillotine Podcast, and uh, <laughs> so Jason
1: Asano. Um, <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah he's um, but yeah so did i give any tips and tricks yes, you did i don't know if i did i think i said that it's doable and uh like train that's really the best i can yeah. do if you're looking for something specific uh, i always say that there's a great website called the um uh, narrator's roadmap mm-hmm. uh, run by a woman named karen uh, commons uh if you google narrator's roadmap um it will come up and she's just assembled a lot of mm-hmm. links and a lot of um materials like to kind of uh you know um Start to to put a foot in the in the right direction for that. There you are. I'm trying to be actually helpful. I think <laughs> I think
1: you're doing pretty well. That's fine.
0: I, I often just click give uh, the glib answer, like on TikTok. Um, you know, people will be like, uh, "What would you say to someone looking to get into audiobook narration?" And I'll just say, "Don't." It's, it's, it's full. Yeah. Same same thing when people ask like <laughs> I'll be like just gatekeeper no it, we're good we've got everyone we need we're fine so
1: what's the best part about being a scrum master slash agile coach and i always say like well after you've cried a lot you can sleep way better way better so <laughs> 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 but awesome. yeah yeah man <laughs> um same same thing as as being an author it's it's a breathless art as we say in german um uh, mm. oh. yeah. like
0: that oh i like that yeah, phrase
1: because because really. you're gluten
0: intolerant <laughs> <laughs> no, I I dig gluten. Mm. I like
1: gluten. Yeah. Oh also like while we're at the at the point of um stupid puns, you said you were you live on an <laughs> island off of Maine? Yes Is it Rhodes Island? No. <sighs> Damn it.
0: But uh that would be good <laughs> yes. because we already made road jokes. Although do the listeners know, or the viewers know about the road jokes, or is that not going to make it into the final if, edit? If they ah, don't know, they
1: can listen to it and the bonus <laughs> material that I have on Patreon.
0: Oh, I see. Uh, good uh-huh, luck. Uh-huh, very smooth. I'm going to bet it those. Uh, very smooth.
1: Yeah. Because yeah. Um, uh-huh. I'm not a tech bro, so I need your money. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, too, have a Patreon. Oh, so, uh, to as you, you brought it up, you can, always, you can always go to mine. So, actually, um, that's
1: interesting, interesting to me, and um, I don't mean this negatively. So, what's on your Patreon? What can people get on your Patreon?
0: right uh so so uh uh, what's on my patreon is uh i do um every every month i kind of do like it's called the audio uh do i know the name of my own (laughs) patreon um i think it's called heath's uh, heath's uh audio content fun Mm -hmm. box is the name of my discord uh my patreon is called something similar and basically i do something um uh every month so uh i like what have i done recently like i read a kid's Mm -hmm. book um, I read, uh, Dr. Seuss's sleep mm. book, like, you know, on camera for people. Um, I did karaoke with the, he fights with some of the, he fights with monsters characters a few months awesome. back. So I did like, I will survive, but you know, it was Gary being like, at first I was <laughs> afraid, I was petrified. Um, so it, it's, it's pretty ad hoc. I really just do things that, um, amuse mm. me and that I think will entertain, um, you know, my, my small, but, but wonderful, uh, following, mm. uh, like what else, um, just- <clears throat> the Dead Man series oh, yeah. that I'm a, quite a fan of. Um, I did, uh, There's there's an American comedian, Jack Handy, mm. who back in like the 90s had like a ser- series of deep thoughts mm. where he would say like little kind of philosophical comedy bits. Uh, I did like a series of those as the main character in Dead Man who's kind of a gravel-voiced, <laughs> steely-eyed <laughs> Western. So it was all like, you know, it's amazing to know there's an entire world that we can't even see. I'm speaking, of course, of the world of invisible scary skeletons. (laughs) You know, just like that kind of shit. So uh, that's my Patreon. I also do concerts. Um, They used to be monthly back um, in 2020 when, you know, shit happened. Uh, I started doing... something I call cooped up cabaret Mm -hmm. where I would just like, you know, sing. Uh, And it was monthly. And then now it tends to be like three monthly, to be honest, because I'm busy working on other things. Um, But I put up like the set lists um, and I uh, stream them over Twitch and Mm -hmm. like uh, do things related to that. You can get like the archival recordings on Patreon. My Patreon is, um, yeah, it's it's very much just that um, uh, some people were very enthusiastic about wanting to be a member of my Patreon that didn't exist. And so I eventually, um, succumbed and was like, all right, if you insist on giving me a small amount of money every yes. month, I will, uh, I, I will do this. Um, but yeah, so it's, it's no, it's no like shirt alone. I'm going to buy a house. <laughs> yeah, Travis, I said it, <laughs> uh, but, uh, but yeah, it's, it's, um, it's, something yeah. so, uh, it's, it's nice. It's again, community, like it's, it's, you know, it's, um, uh, it's not high paying, but uh, I very much enjoy the the um, the people who are there and uh, like putting out fun things. So yes, that's my plug. Yeah. Fun things on my Patreon
1: every month. You're turning up the heath.
0: Ah, nice. I'm surprised I haven't said that. Honestly, feel free to steal it. I got I got
1: many of these. <laughs> I actually have brain damage, so I can't stop making them.
0: <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, All right, so that was a good plug for both of us absolutely
1: uh, <laughs> it's gone off script for once
0: uh because um you know well the thing is you know voice actors we're, we're um paid you know like session musicians mm-hmm. uh so you know um if a book that we record is a huge hit that's fantastic mm-hmm. and it means you know lots of people listening mm-hmm. to it which is great um and it also you know perhaps means that um uh, we're more in demand because you know we're we're doing something successful, mm-hmm. but it doesn't translate to to income. That's uh, you know, because that's just not how it works. Uh, unless you're you've done like a kind of a profit mm-hmm. share thing, like independently through which, an author, is, a which is a possibility, but a risk
1: mm-hmm.
0: is risky. So I mean, that's that's mm-hmm. again, that's the um, that's the the other side of the mm-hmm. coin. If the book sells, you know, uh, if the book book makes millions, we get paid the money that we got paid mm-hmm. for our session. Um, you know, to record it, uh, and if the book doesn't sell a copy we still got paid mm. for the time it took to record it mm. so um, yeah it, it, again there's that uh, increasingly um uh when things are generating a lot of income i do see um you know uh, colleagues <laughs> occasionally quietly lamenting that there isn't another model that involves uh residuals or royalties yeah. you know because obviously if you're an actor in like a tv show or, or uh, um you know some, <laughs> something like that um that does very well you know, you're going to get a, a financial uh, reward. Although obviously that, you know, part of what they're striking over yeah. is it's not being enough yeah. anyway, but at least it theoretically exists. Uh, whereas um, audiobooks are still really kind of based mm. on the, you know, book on tape. Mm. Like we're going to, it's only going to be a bestseller and we're going to put it on cassettes and have it in libraries. Mm. Uh, and then now it's a, it's a billion dollar, you know, it's a, it's a huge industry um, generating a lot of revenue. And um, uh, it, it's, it's just kind of a, a quirk of how it was set up that that um actors don't get um a percentage so what i'm saying is that you should just directly give me money
1: (laughs) how can you be so greedy think about think about it i mean like if audible doesn't take 75 to 60 percent of (laughs) all the income of that of that audiobook just putting it on an ftp server with a crappy interface (laughs) what are they going to live by Uh, from like they're huge way too complex organization has to sustain itself somehow um
0: true true anyway true.
1: um man you bring out the worst in me Heath. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well if we're talking about like ai and and yeah. like, not getting paid enough uh immediately the so, conversation gets okay. uh, cynical and dark
1: <laughs> okay so i i'm going to go on record on this um i do feel as though people of your caliber travis andrea and so on and so forth uh, um tess you, kind of. I always thought that it would be kind of logical for you to, at some point, go like, um, "Hey, I believe in this book, and I actually do want to royalty share all this." Um, I mean, I, I guess it's fair to say that many books um, are literally way more legible and enjoyable if they are performed as an audiobook. So it's a
0: def like definite value add, right? Mm-hmm. So um Yeah. yeah. I mean pe- people do to pe- people buy books, um follow the narrator, yeah. you know, which is lovely. Mm-hmm. Um and that's true. Mm-hmm. It's just not how the industry is is set up. And and when things are set up in a different way, um it's um very hard to hard yeah. nigh impossible to come into it and say, Hey, how about if it was different? <laughs> Uh because uh that that's you know yeah. it's not a thing that, that uh anyone's gonna that's what uh, are for. play ball on, to use an American sporting metaphor. To
1: what? Which mm-hmm. what to what?
0: Oh I said play ball. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is, you know, baseball, I believe. Yeah. I
1: believe. Exactly.
0: I think. I mean I guess any of the ball sports. In... But I feel like play ball specifically mm-hmm. is a baseball thing. I don't know. Everyone who knows about sports mm-hmm. can tell me later. Or uh, isn't, isn't
1: there the also that thing about killing someone, like taking them out at the ball game? No, I'm just kidding. Of course, that's not. Oh, yeah, <laughs> Take this... me out at the uh, ball game. No, wait.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I, I sung that song in an audiobook, what? actually. Yeah, because there was a character who was a sentient gramophone <laughs> named Scratch. <laughs> this is this uh is like... And uh, <laughs> uh, a sentient gramophone named Scratch uh and um they could only say or sing what was you know on their turntable uh and so um yeah oh my god that was one of the things How the... that was see there you go talk about risk risk averse <laughs> that was a it, bizarre because the author um uh wanted to use you know like songs mm-hmm. and that copyright can be very oh yeah problematic mm-hmm. so they purposefully only use things way out of copyright in mm-hmm. both america and uk because mm-hmm. they have different different markets have different copyright mm-hmm. regulations um and even then the publisher was like nope, not this one we don't think and we don't think this one even though the author had done their due diligence yep. absolutely and made sure everything they put in the book was um out of copyright there were still some songs that i guess like a cursory google search someone must have found a a modern recording that was copyrighted and then got, got scared. So again, it's the risk averse thing. They were just like, no, 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 you can't use that just in case. Mm. Um, it's, it's, um, people often ask like, you know, um, why don't you sing in audiobooks? And that's the reason, because, um, in general publishers and producers don't want you to sing because they're terrified, Mm. um, that you're going to do something that has, um, legal ramifications. We're going to
1: have to cut this podcast Um, short. I need to edit about 1500 pages of my book. (laughs) I, uh, right. I, um, I I like this idea of introducing chapters, and I write I write new weird, so um, uh-huh. Lovecraftian but like new stuff.
0: Yeah, and yeah, I know.
1: oh, you know it. Cool. Weird. Um.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know. You've been yeah, you've I been do. around. <laughs> okay.
1: Uh,
0: I've been around. So, China and I have have you know have danced at, at, at a party mm. or two, <laughs> and um. So I, I kind of like introduce stuff. That's my name dropping. That's my name dropping for the for the podcast. Oh. I was re- referring to uh, China Mieville, who often people put as like the new weird. Well, I guess back in the day, maybe he's not so much in the popular consciousness anymore. Anyway, look him up. Great books. Well, do. Yeah, China Mieville.
1: Um, yeah. Oh yeah. Like to, to end my stuff, uh, I insert stuff that I just find on the web because it's a it's a sci fi thing with like uh, references and. Many of the tarot references I, I use I think are actually copyrighted, so it's a good thing that I'm not selling this stuff yet, mm, so um mm,
0: sure sure,
1: I might need to yeah yeah those. that
0: that's a mm. that's a thing that yeah you do kind of run into yeah absolutely Also wikipedia um
1: but i think I think you can uh you can um just write it at a back matter, go like, hey li- these mm. things have been quoted from wikipedia
0: anyway, yeah, um, how do we get into oh take me out ballgame Ball game. right that's what it was yes, yeah. but yeah uh
1: exactly so ah, damn it i wanted to get off of record all right yeah exactly um not that we haven't done that before but um my question is kind of so what's something that you would love to read right so what's something that um you're like oh man some, no one
0: has approached me with this yet or uh, more oh, of that. yeah that's a good question i'd, li- I'd like to do some sci-fi because I-, I love science science fiction um uh, and I've done some, like mm. uh, space opera uh, is a book um, mm. that I recorded, and um, uh, a little. But but I would love to do like a, a, a science fiction mm. kind of series. Um, I mean, I you know I like good writing as well. Mm. So you know, in some ways, it, the genre is less um, less important. Uh, it's more you know like it, it's great to do things where where um, you know I think it's it's um, it's good writing, mm. and and uh, I enjoy one of the things I enjoy about nonfiction is you know you get to learn mm. stuff. You know, um, the the short um uh, stuff short form stuff i do for um apple and, and for others and, mm-hmm. and stuff you know you get to you get to learn something that you didn't know which is always good but yeah i'd love to do a science fiction series mm-hmm. like um uh I, i've i said i've got I've done like i think only one i think i've only done one science fiction book and that one's quite a specific mm-hmm. one so um yeah i would love to do that good good question that doesn't surprise me at all yeah. well i mean the are kind of the twin genres of uh and
1: they perform geekdom they perform so much worse than standard fantasy and uh, and uh, cultivation, right? You know, Xanjia. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I have no idea why. Um, because I personally think sci-fi is dope. Uh, and you can do way more. Cool. But by perform, you, you mean like
0: like Royal Road? Oh or yeah, King yeah, yeah, yeah. Or... exactly. So yeah, yeah, of course. With the kind of have the to sales the, yeah, niches because in general, I would say you know like science fiction is a, is a big seller. Mm. You know, in a more broad sense, um,
1: not in the lit RPG square.
0: Yeah, yeah, sure, mm-hmm. sure. No, no, that uh, that checks out. Any idea why? Um, but yeah, I always ask this. But any idea why? <sighs> no, I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, I haven't, uh, I haven't been approached to do it. Oh no, that's not true. I have. Um, but but uh, yeah, no, I, I'm not sure. I'm mm-hmm. not sure. That's a good question. I mean, I think like sci-fi and fantasy too. It's that whole thing that it's you know it's kind of it, people act as though kind of culturally. It's niche in some way, but of course, like, you know, 2023, it's impossible to say that. But when you look at, like, you know, Star Wars and Game of Thrones and, uh, you know, the Marvel films yeah. and, like, so much of, like, what it, people thought of as their kind of, like, geek, you know, uh, um, culture yeah. is triple A blockbuster, um, you know, bestsellers. Like, you still look, like, Dune is still, you know, usually, like, in the Audible top 10 list mm.
1: we have on won, a weekly
0: basis. We have
1: one Heath. The nerds have won.
0: <laughs> so yeah, so you know, it's um, it's kind of like it's very popular. But but um, but then you know, people, if I say like um, uh, you know, I narrate a lot of lit RPG mm-hmm. to someone in a bar, um, you know, you get the thing, you know, the the turning yeah, little yeah. Where they're, you know, no idea what the fuck you're talking
1: about. <laughs> yeah, I think I think maybe maybe that's just it, right? Like we nerds always have to have something that gets us hung up in a locker by our underwear. So <laughs> we were like, they've the yeah, the jocks have taken Marvel from us, so now we're actually going to like do something with numbers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh,
1: yeah, that's very true. In a <clears throat> In a desperate last move, we injected numbers into our fantasy to make it even less appealing to the mass market.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, well, I do when I'm trying to, you know, explain that RPG to to someone. As it happens occasionally, I'm like, you know, the stuff that you that you know might be in like a computer game or or you know uh, something that you wouldn't put in a book. You put that in the book,
1: and so it's a game. <laughs> uh, but, uh, so so it's yeah. like it's like a like is it like D and
0: D? Kind. i mean well it is i I mean the thing is like uh you you haven't asked um but but i'm going to pretend you did like uh my my introduction to lit rpg was an email from podium audio saying will you narrate this lit rpg um and you were like so you know i i i had not encountered it before um you know, there was said, you know, this this book series, and uh, well, it's probably going to be three books, mm-hmm. <laughs> is what they actually said at the time. Um, I know that because I recently was reading that email because I had to, for other reasons, I was like looking at that thread. Mm-hmm. You know, you get the email threads mm-hmm. that stretch over many, many years. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was looking at that and I was like, huh, there were like three books, maybe. <laughs> <laughs>
1: and which one was that?
0: Uh, <laughs> uh that was uh, hey, if I said oh, yeah, thoughts. yeah, of course, that short uh, little series, yeah. 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 yeah of yes, novellas the, the, yeah, the, <laughs> the little one yeah um, but uh, so that was my first introduction to lit rpg mm. was um podium saying will you narrate this lit rpg mm. at which point i had to google you know what is lit rpg um and uh but the thing is as soon as i started reading mm. it uh, both monsters and other things mm. it felt immediately familiar yeah. like i started reading it and i was like oh oh of course yeah. like this i get this like i you know again the reason why i bring that up is because i was like yeah right uh you know dungeons and dragons you know all the other books i've read like i've, I've always been a gamer since i was a you know a tiny child and still am now mm. and so it completely was immediately um uh familiar mm. to me and i was like oh this is great love it so um i was an i was an easy convert uh in in that regard
1: yeah it's i i don't think anyone has like really written the the next great american novel in lit rpg um but that's also not something that people want i actually saw a thread on facebook who was like this book is not the next great american novel and thank god for that um it's just a good lit rpg um but some books notably of course again i am someone coming down from the heavens and to presenting like a scroll that says <laughs> all the skills right that's really good um but also the warformed ones that have, have recently come out um so fire and song um that's, yeah. that one came out recently and you definitely read that and you're like okay he spent a lot of time on this book like well 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 it's a new ad if you're interested in having your story shouted out on this podcast please reach out to me under crit rpg For now, I just finished the first book in my own series, Torchbearer. If you like a slow burn story about weak to OP main characters, mixing magic and technology, and numbers going up, you might also enjoy this one. You can find the link to my link tree down below. And that's all for now. Thank you very much for listening and or watching, and let's get on with the show. Definitely a lot of time. And I'm so glad it paid off, because... Mm when i read my stuff for example i sometimes think like wow the description here is really lacking i use the same verbs all the entire time and actually that brings me to my next question kind of so what's challenging in lit rpg what's different
0: in reading narrating those or something like that uh what's different ah i mean as we've hit upon i guess system text Mm -hmm. um, is something that you probably wouldn't encounter in other books and certainly from an audio from an Mm. audio perspective um it's a unique Mm -hmm. challenge um i love anything i love metafictional stuff so Mm -hmm. like uh, um i did a book called radiance um Mm. forever ago um that had like um ships manifest you know Mm -hmm. so it was like pages of this oh. much sugar and this much this and this much that. I, I love it. It's great. Like, But, of course, visually you take that information in in a different way mm. than listening in an audiobook. So in a book you go, oh, awesome. And there's sort of world-building info in there mm. because it's not just things you're familiar with. It's other things that are, you know, callow milk, you know, that's kind of unique to that world. Mm. But you sort of take it in visually. You see it, you, you glean some information, and you move on. Whereas, mm. you know, the con- constraints of, of linear time and audio mean that in audio you're just hearing uh hearing it Mm. so like if you press i think i I could be wrong but like if you press sample on that book i think it goes straight to me reading a list of meta of reading a list of in-universe films oh cool so whoever decided like from the publisher or from audible um can i say disrespect intended (laughs) disrespect intended whoever decided to pick the part that's the sample or maybe they didn't pick and they literally just went four minutes in like let's do it it's just me going uh my love gave me light." 1926 director percival unk it came from the blue uh you know danube director blah 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 19 so it's just me reading a list of films uh and you know that doesn't necessarily translate so well to audio but we're in this we're in this era now where we want the full book like we're no longer and i think this is a great thing we're no Mm. longer in the abridged like if you talk to the boomers um and older they're still kind of like oh is it abridged or and you know we're like no we don't we don't truck with that shit no more right? you know <laughs> yeah. in general uh we want the whole book yeah. so I, I like i value that and i appreciate it um but yeah you do end up with the situations where um you're going uh i i did i was just recording book uh 11 of monsters Ooh. and there's not a lot of system text in that but um wait 11 10 10 10 uh 10 numbers mm-hmm. um and there's not a lot of system text. <laughs> you in that book, actually, numbers but, yeah, yeah pretty much. But there was one bit that was like your this skill uh like has gone to like gold one. Your this skill has gone to gold two. Your oh, this skill has spoilers. gone to gold three. Spoilers. And that's the point, well. Spoilers. Sure, yeah, it's spoilers. <laughs> uh and so at this point I'm like I'm just counting. Like, I mean what I'm doing here is I'm counting. Yeah. Like this is just I I this is this is me being like I'm basically like one uh uh uh. Two, uh, 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 uh. Which is fine, but uh, you you would be
1: surprised how many people are down for the count.
0: um. Hey Well, I mean, I do love the count if we're going to the Sesame Street reference. So I don't know if that answered your question. I brought up one thing, what's different about them. I mean, that's one thing. Mm. Um, Funnily enough, after I started um, doing Lit RPG and I'd done a few books um, from a few series, I thought, you know what, I'm going to like, you know, I'll sort of, you keep your eye out and ear open for people Giving advice, mm-hmm. one of the things I love about audiobook narration that I genuinely love. Uh, I've talked about it being lonely, but there's also the fact that, like now, you know, I don't have a director. Um, an author might say, "Here's some ideas for you know, you know, I, I heard this character with this voice," but they may not. Shirt would tell you he never said a word. Mm-hmm. Uh, Travis was like, "Here's the book, you know, enjoy, do your job." uh so you know there was no discussion of what anyone sounded like uh and a lot of authors do work that way and so you know you're making kind of uh a lot of decisions um and so that is to say i remember reading someone a colleague of mine and they said oh okay well if you're doing lit rpg one of the really important things is that the system text has to be read in the voice of the protagonist." Um, because you want to be reading that and reacting to it as the protagonist would be reading it. So mm-hmm. if they're like excited or confused mm-hmm. or um, impressed or elated or whatever, you're going to hear that in their voice reading the system text.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And they kind of presented it as a as an as a um absolute. a rule or mm-hmm. an absolute, mm-hmm. which I thought was fascinating because I don't do that. Uh, yeah, and, very. Cool. Uh, many of my colleagues don't do that. Um, because I think it's you know it's uh like you you make choices I have done it Mm -hmm. there's there's one series where that's how the system text is because I thought it fit that series Mm -hmm. um but then you know like other series there's a a different kind of voice um Mm -hmm. uh, because I you know I basically like thought about it and thought about the tone and just thought yeah this is this is kind of the voice I want to go for and there's no one um uh there's no one really like second-guessing us and we deliver like 25-hour books and at that point it's a little late to uh, have artistic (laughs) thoughts about them because they're done yeah so
1: (laughs) i very 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 memorably i remember you reading out an entire recipe for lemonade
0: in the Ah, system voice i love that that was great I love that I really see I said I love metafictional things. Uh yeah. anything like that. If you put a recipe or a letter or mm-hmm. a um you know, a ship's manifest or a um uh you know like a transcript of mm-hmm. something, I love that shit. I adore it. I think it's great. Um, so um I'm yeah. so sad I write uh, So female. no, I, I think
1: what was that? I'm so sad I am so sad I write female MC, otherwise I would chuck you my book.
0: <laughs> oh no, that's it's, it's, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's uh, uh yeah, it's it's good. We mm-hmm. need 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 more uh Lots of different protagonists out there in the world. Oh, yeah. I'm but a, yeah, so yeah. to answer the question, like, I think, I do think that the skill, that the, um, the skills for reading, for narrating a lit RPG book are the same as, not the same, but, you know, it's, it's basically like what you would bring to any fantasy or, you know, or, or fiction like that. Um, there are specific system voice we talked about. I do think, um, uh, there's often a lot of characters. Um, and, and I would personally, I think there's like a. um, What's the best way to put this? I feel like there's certain expectations with the lit RPG audience that, to me, is how I like to do books anyway. So, Mm. like, what I mean is that, like, I've still now read articles in the New York Times or, um, uh, like, Variety, and they're talking about, you know, audiobook narrators that they enjoy and Mm. how um, their job is to get out of the way of the text and, and, you know, like,. just kind of uh, like they're not they're not acting it because that would be um, you know gauche or that would be uh, over the top Um, they're just you know reading it and letting the author's kind of voice come through now they're mostly talking about different kind of books you know they're not Mm -hmm. they're not they're they're talking about literary fiction Mm -hmm. um, you know and and things like that but that's very much their opinion Mm -hmm. now that's fine I'm not I'm not um, uh, casting disparagements on the critics who feel that way or indeed the voice actors or narrators who that's how they narrate Mm -hmm. that is a skill set unto itself Mm -hmm. and like i can enjoy listening to books like that but it's not what i think it's not what i come to an audiobook for Mm -hmm. like i want to hear i want to hear a performance Mm -hmm. like that's what that's what i want because it's an actor so uh like Sure, there are kind of like levels to how much, but I do think that like within lit RPG and to some extent within epic fantasy or high fantasy or whatever you want to call mm. it um, in, in a broader context, audiences are prepared for a, uh, a more dynamic, um, big uh, f- philosophy, you know, for, for, if you want to use that phrase kind mm. of performance. Uh, And, like, I like that. That's, you know, that's kind of like what I want to do. So, I also think that
1: we touched upon it before, right? The transformative nature of it is really cool because sometimes it really does make the book a lot better. I I do have some audiobooks that I couldn't listen to where
0: I was like, "Mm, ah." oh, because you don't like the choices. mm -hmm. Well, this is the thing if you're making strong, big, bold choices, you know what? People Mm -hmm. are going to not like them. Mm -hmm. Uh, And also, you might have made really shitty ones. Like I said, no one's really, you know, second guessing us, so um, that's the case. But the way I see it is the same way as I always saw Shakespeare. I used to work for the Australian Shakespeare mm-hmm. Company uh, and the Melbourne Theatre Company, and I did a lot of Shakespeare when I was a stage actor um, in Australia, and and directed Shakespeare as well. And I feel the same way about Shakespeare, which is, you know, what I can do a production of The Tempest where we are all um, Roombas. <laughs> and oh God, yeah, I can see it. Y- you might hate it. Mm it might be a artistic uh, you know um, travesty guess what the place still exists yeah like i didn't i didn't take the tempest and erase it it's still there you just and the next it. director and the next group of actors is going to do a different thing and i feel the same way about audiobooks mm-hmm. me doing um, a book is me doing a book it's mm-hmm. heath miller reading this book Mm -hmm. it's me performing that book Mm -hmm. if you want to use that terminology i like that podium put performed by and some like some publishers put read by and some put put, Mm. like narrated by it's like interesting to see what they the performance Mm. it's me reading the book Mm -hmm. that book still exists yes so don't worry Mm. like you can go to kindle and uh read that book Mm. and the version where i didn't make those acting choices is still there and so that's okay and if you want to get the screen reader to read it to you you're welcome to do that as well. Like, uh, so yeah, I kind of exactly. feel that there's a freedom mm. uh, to me in that. Now, is there going to be another version of He Who Fights with Monsters with a different narrator in ten years? I mean, probably not. But like, you know, who knows? Like, it does happen. Look at the Pratchett audiobooks that mm. I adore, that Nigel Planer did, and mm. then they've recently kind of redone those and removed all the Planer books from Audible. And you know, now there's another version. So, like, uh, the removal—it you know, does happen.
1: The removal is what what irritates me. Rem-
0: I hate the removal. Just have both. Yeah. Just have both. but get not on yeah. Both. No, I feel the same way. Exactly. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, I mean, he who fights the
1: monsters, read by Wayne June. Yeah, I would do that.
0: <laughs> but sorry, you were asking a question. But, um, uh, I was. Yeah,
1: don't worry about it. Like, I was. I was wondering if. Um, I think for you, it's always. A, a, this has been an audible. Uh, this has been a podium production read by so and so. And so, and so. Um uh-huh. do they write that out for you, or you just like make it up? Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Mm. Um, uh, podium call that, and a lot of um publishers call that billboards mm. so um there you are There's the um i'm always hesitant to say industry term because the mm. fact is that different publishers use different terminology mm. uh and it can be different in the uk and mm. uh, you know the us and australia and mm. but yeah for podium it's billboards yeah and it has man that I, I've, I've read that enough times now that i'm like we'd love to connect like, <laughs> exactly. you can find our fans and trolls on social media the trolls yeah, want uh, to so yeah, me it's um <laughs> that's right yeah yeah so um no they do and they update it like mm-hmm. i noticed that the one i read recently was like x you know Aww. instead of twitter so uh which kind of so, hurts uh, I, yeah yeah it hurt a little bit but um but yeah so they they, they update uh, update those mm-hmm. all rights reserved i do enjoy saying that i have a tiktok as well um where i occasionally do things and i um i uh i did a video once where i was like what do you well like what how much you know emotion and how many different reads can we give some banal, yes, uh, you know, like bit that you always have to say, like all rights reserved, mm. or you know, chapter one, chapter one, <laughs> chapter one,
1: chapter <laughs> one, god, yeah,
0: but uh, uh, but yeah, so um, uh, yeah, if you're asking about that, it's it's good fun. I like, mm. I love reading credits because I do it at the end, so <laughs> to me, it's it's like a you know, uh, I'm like, you do
1: sound super relieved now that you mention it.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, that's not true. I sometimes do. Sometimes midway through, I do the I do the credits. It's a, occasionally I'm oh, like, it's a treat. I start some day and I think to myself, you know what? Like we're like we're getting there. I'm gonna do the credits today. I'm I'm feeling it. <laughs> but usually, I, usually I leave it to the end uh, okay. and then and then bring it in. No, actually, I, I, I do mean that. Like sometimes you do actually feel like it feels. It's
1: it's a cool end for the book. Right, because you as a yeah. listener also like there's some some sort of transference going on. Yeah, plus your familiarity go, mm-hmm.
0: of hearing it. This is Audible. You know, yeah. and you hear it again. You go, oh, and this makes me feel good.
1: And then this really weird Audible like gramophone recording that I, that it did. I have no idea. Audible hopes it was program.
0: <laughs> right? Yeah, 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 so, yeah. It was like the, one of the guys before Audible was Amazon. Um, that was the yeah. guy who did German like company. For the company by the way. And he did he did the voice. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, he did the voice um, mm. for it. So, yeah, you he still hear that. Also. I like I like that. Yeah, right. it's, it's a mm. it's a weird gig, um, audiobooks, because, you know, I was talking about Shakespeare, like uh, two other actors, when they've been asking about, in 2020, uh, suddenly my colleagues with successful film and television uh, and theatre careers were suddenly messaging me through Facebook and other things and being like, hey, Heath. <laughs> You do audio books, right? You do voice acting, right? Like in in your house. How does that work? <laughs> uh, and you know, I was nice about it. Yeah. And then you know, when when restrictions lifted, they were like back to their TV show and uh, <laughs> yeah. But I mean, that's um, back back to their back to their Sydney Theatre Company gig, and we're like, phew! Thank God I didn't have to do that. <laughs>
1: oh oh man so many rude comments i gotta think about like right now like
0: uh yeah well it's it's like um you know uh it's that thing where, mm. where uh, it's it's great that you meet people like mm. um and they'll say you know if, if you get into the conversation you have the what do you do conversation which mm. i never i never initiate that conversation ever mm. um and never have um mm. uh, because i guess i've been an actor i've been a professional actor since i was 11 mm. uh and mm. that's the only job i've ever really had other than you know, I've sold tickets in box offices and, mm. you know, ushered in theaters and, and you know, and cleaned out shipping containers and done, you know, like whatever I had to do to, you know, make money. But in terms of like career, you know, vocational mm. job, acting is all I've ever done. So I've never much enjoyed getting into the like what do you do conversation uh, for that reason. But Oh, you're an actor. If, if you do Yeah, yeah, you're an actor. what, what have you done that I know? Nothing. Uh.
1: <laughs> How, do you know little RPG? what <laughs> and then you or even
0: back when i was just back when i was a stage actor they'd be like have you been in any have you been anything i've seen i said i don't know i don't know every stage play you've been to see <sighs> have you been to see any stage plays <laughs> no well then probably not <laughs> oh no i saw them as a rob four years ago i wasn't in that all right good <laughs> cool awesome thanks thanks for the talk but uh yeah. but when you know when you're telling people uh, no, i know i do like it when they say you know, you say, oh, audiobooks books. And they're like, oh, you write, you know, you're writing the book. I say, no, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm narrating and I'm, I'm reading it into mm-hmm. a microphone. Um, and they'll say, like, that seems, so it's a bit like acting. <laughs> I always like that uh, question. So often people say it's a bit like acting, to which I usually respond, I like to think it's a lot like acting. <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh, it's the awesome. Oh, cool.
0: <laughs> nice. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, it is. It's, it's, uh, some even say voice acting. <laughs>
1: oh. I <laughs> but, uh, want to uh, grill you more about your job of cleaning out shipping containers in the bones material <laughs> definitely do but um we need to talk about one book you love and why it is awesome because we have probably reached the end of the show
0: oh we out of time wow time does fly well i um, gotta i
1: gotta record more bones material for you for people and i've got a oh, sure. interview with red bruno in about an hour so
0: oh fair enough mm. um hi red um so uh what one book i love and why? Yes. A book i have recorded or just a book in general? I'm a coach. A, this,
1: th- I ask powerful questions that are very open.
0: Sure and i can interpret it however i like? Yes, sure. Giving you enough. all the emotional um, work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, that's that's entirely reasonable. Uh Uh see now i i feel like i'm like suddenly i'm like have i ever read a book? <laughs> <laughs> Is it about Incas? <laughs> um, what's the last one um, that that I, I'm sort of? Uh, I mean, I read so often, you know, like for work and things that yeah. maybe colleagues of mine who are writing stuff the editing that. Like, I'm like, what was the last thing that I, I read for pleasure and, and really enjoyed um, that, that I can recommend or like a, a favorite book? Um, yeah, I don't know. I also feel like I often have different. Um, like, I, so one of my favorite books is Little Big. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you're familiar with this book um no. uh, by John Crowley. That's an amazing book that I adore. That's like one of my favorite books, kind of classics. And I often uh when people say, you know, what's a book you'd recommend? I give that one and I feel like it's probably not what people are after. They're like, "No, I mean like a, you know, like a lit RPG book or a uh like a, you know, a, something like that." But it's um uh, it's quite sweeping mm-hmm. and um uh uh, Baroque but it's a, it's mm. an incredible book and like it does things with really subtle um, folklore and atmosphere mm. um, so I would recommend that book is an amazing book and, and I love it it's just it's so rich and there's so much I've reread it probably three four times and mm. every time I go back there's like something uh, else I find in it that I think is amazing
1: mm-hmm. cool
0: little big that's my that's my um, book awesome to answer your question
1: it's a very good answer I like it um that brings us to shout outs so any shout outs you want to you want to do anything that you want to shout out
0: uh, does that include plugging things i've already you plugged patreon plug if that ends in so yeah um if you want to hear more of me um obviously you can buy books that i narrate very easily by looking up my name in audible but also um i have a patreon you can join um mm-hmm. i'm on discord mm-hmm. um if you type in my name in linktree you'll find other places i'm around um and uh like yeah the Definitely. If you haven't, if you do like lit RPG and you haven't checked out the um, Dead Man Walking mm-hmm. book, um, I would I, I would plug that because it's quite different to um, some of the other ones in that it's mm-hmm. like a Western post apocalyptic thing. But I mm-hmm. really enjoy that book. It's it's very dark, I will say, and uh, kind of the I guess the gore you would expect in a sort of Fallout esque setting. Um, but uh, I, I really enjoy it, and mm-hmm. um, more people should listen to it. Again, I'm not going to get paid more, but I just want more people to hear it because I think it's great.
1: Uh, i saw that it sounds pretty cool all right and um so we're gonna cut the main part of the podcast here so thank uh-huh. you very much for listening and i hope you've enjoyed thank so you for having it. Absolutely. if you're listening to this on youtube like subscribe you know the drill everything helps please 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 help me please um and yeah do consider subscribing to patreon because he's and i we're gonna be talking a bit more about um Cleaning out shipping containers. We're going to be talking about uh, which voices he likes the most or which are his favorites. And I also feel as though we should be, I, I kind of want to talk to you about heretical fishing and kind of ask you like how far you're into that and sure. so on and so forth. All right. So thank you very much for listening and I'll see you next time.